How is your day going? I'm doing terrific. This is a Modern Man Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Farrell. And today we are doing a deep dive into mothers. I'm talking to a couple mothers and talking about their passion for motherhood and kind of what they were thinking back when they first found out that they're about to embark on this lifetime journey. So remember, we're a couple days late from Mother's Day, but we need to be appreciating our mamas 365 days a year. So enjoy this podcast. I want you to start by just introduce yourself and say the age of, you know, your little one. And can you hear me? So, Melissa, I can hear you. Okay. My name is Melissa. I have a one and a half year old. He's a little boy. His name is Adonis, and I love him. My name is Ronnie. I'm from Florida. And um, I have uh, six or seven kids that I have raised. <laughs> And I say that because um, I've never given birth, but I have um, I have either helped raise or raise completely um, several kids. So our oldest, my my husband does have a child uh, from an actual birth. So she's our oldest at 34. And our youngest is Joshua. We uh, did adopt him from birth. Um, and uh, so he's been with us from day one and he is now 21. All right. Well, my name is Christina Morales. I have a 17-year-old daughter. Her name's Jessie. She'll be 18 in December. Ah, exciting. Exciting. Uh, my name is Leslie. I have two younger brothers. Um, they both live with me. Uh, they are 15 and 18. Now I want you to take me back, if you can, to when you found out you were pregnant or found out you were about to become a mother? Like, what were you thinking? Well, like I said, it was different with me. Uh, we tried to have a child for many years. And finally, um, at the age of 29, um, we were told that we couldn't naturally have birth, that they might be able to do something in vitro, but we wouldn't naturally. So after praying a good bit about it, we decided that we were supposed to adopt. And um, nine months later, Joshua was born. And we literally had three weeks notice. Uh, his mom went into my father-in-law's Sunday school class and said, hey, I can't keep this child who wants it kind of thing. Uh, maybe a little nicer than that, but that was close. And, and we said, ooh, ooh, us. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we met her and she gave us permission to have her child. And so literally when he was born, the doctor tried, the nurse tried to hand Joshua to his birth mom. And she says, no, his mom's waiting for him out in the hallway. And so the doctor was so impressed by that, that he took Joshua from her, came out, says, I had to meet you to find out, you know, who this <laughs> woman was willing to say here, uh, that's his mom's out that's there. Awesome. So it was, it was beautiful. But you know, the scary part started then actually, because um, with Florida law, she literally had three months to change her mind. So I would sit there 
and rock and feed Joshua and just cry and cry thinking because I had had a nightmare that this was going to be the, the day that she was going to come back and see 21 years later and I still get choked up that that was going to be the day that she was going to take him from me so anyway oh, wow. <laughs> weird so <laughs> do you want me to get into details with this story because it's it's whatever you're comfortable get in the details it's whatever you're comfortable okay. give me all right so with my baby's father we have been together for two years it wasn't great the relation the whole relationship was not great and so i finally ended things and then a week later i found out i was pregnant oh. so it was very it was shocking to me and i was kind of like what what am i gonna do right now because we just i told him i was like we're not together. I don't want to be together. What are we going to do about this? And then he was like, listen, we're going to keep this baby. We're going to love this baby. And then from there, it was just, it was scary, but exciting. But like from the moment that you see the test, it's like an instant love, like instant love. Like yes. you want to protect the baby, care for the baby, love the baby. But then it's also like reality check. Like I'm not with the person that I am having this child with. And then like financially, it's a huge, it's something really big that yeah oh, we yeah. now have to worry about. but yeah so, so it's conflicting like yeah. you guys is it in the bed um I, I think it definitely it was scary um I never really imagined being a mom I didn't really want kids like through high school and college and I was about to graduate from college and found out that I was pregnant with with my daughter and so it was scary I think at first and then my second instinct was there is no way in the world that somebody's going to trust me to be somebody else's mother. So, uh, and I mean, my mom was amazing. So I just kept thinking, man, I can't, there's no way in the world that I'm going to be able to raise a child like my mom raised us. Like a mix of emotions because yeah. you don't know. So, okay. So I was pregnant with twins and I lost them um, at birth. So um, when I found out I was pregnant, I, so I got pregnant by a coworker, not where we work now, but a different yeah. job. And, so not even uh, a boyfriend, just coworker? Is that, that? So oh, he damn. was like after okay. me, yeah, he was after me for a while. And I was just like, no, like, you know, I was bartending, doing my thing. Uh, bartending was like my part-time job. Um, and he like would show up to the bar and just like be there. And I'm like, what the heck? Like you're weird. Cause you're just like stalking me in a way. And so finally he like asked me on a day out, like, okay, like, yeah, I took my best friend. And then the second date, he was kind of like, uh, I don't know where my friend, my friend was at. So I was just like, yeah, I trust him. So we ended up going to like the movies. And then after the movies, he was like, hey, I have to use the restroom. And I was like, okay. So my stupid ass let him come in the restroom and he ended up just staying and that's when it happened. Yeah. One night stand. After that, like we just went like ghosts, even though we worked with each other, like we would see each other and everything. And a couple months later, like two months later, I actually felt like I was pregnant because like just like symptoms I started getting and um I was just, I just kept like telling myself, like, I'm not pregnant, I'm not pregnant. But I knew deep you down know, I was. You know when you're pregnant. Your body, just, like, it's just, I don't know. And no. so I knew I was, but I just kept like denying it. And finally, I went to go by a pregnancy test. I had it in my freaking room for two weeks. 
and I didn't take it and finally I was like you know what like it's enough like I need to just take it so I took my the test and it came out positive like within a minute usually it takes like a couple of minutes no nope, mine was like surprise yeah it's a lot of every emotion you can feel all at the same time exactly and and then it's like like down like you don't know like all these questions you have like for yourself but then you're like dude like this is not just my kid I didn't make this kid by myself like there's somebody else involved and just to like know that it's just like down like now I have to share this little human being with somebody else when you like love and want to protect this person but like but in my case it was like I I literally got pranked by a stranger like I don't know anything about this guy like I don't know his family I don't know his history like I don't know anything and so I was just like dude like I'm pregnant by a stranger and it's it was weird but like at the same time I have like a lot of love for this person like the baby and then I went to my first appointment I found out it's twins and I was like fuck like I just found out I was pregnant by a stranger and now it's twins so of course like when I first found out it was like it's sad to say but I was like kind of thinking about abortion because like I'm pregnant by somebody I don't know like oh yeah you know I just a lot of different things and I was just like it, it was basically a one night stand with us and we didn't there was nothing it was not like oh like maybe we'll fall in love later like there was not even a question I had a, I had already mentioned it to him that I was pregnant and then I had to like and then when I found I was pregnant with twins I was like down like now I have to go back and like share these news with him I'm like hey it's actually twins that I'm pregnant and so it was it was very hard and fucking I don't know like now I know there's no road that's less traveled in motherhood, but what's that one thing that you just can't plan for that you wanna, if you're sending a warning sign out there for future mothers? Oh my gosh, no one plans you, pl- no one warns you about the pain of being pregnant and having that baby. Like pregnancy does beautiful. not feel No? No, see, that's what they tell you. And I believed. Pregnancy is going to be great. I have a baby growing in me. No, it's like I got carpal tunnel because the fluid in my body, like, there's it's a so lot. much. It's yeah. a lot. And like, you can't sleep and your baby kicks you. You can't, like, you have a reflux all the time because they're up in your stomach. Like, it is a lot of painful things. And then, like, going to have the baby, you know, obviously, obviously, it's got to come out. That doesn't feel great. And afterwards, your body's healing. But while it's healing, you have to be awake every two hours. And that freaking, you're exhausted and you're in pain and then breastfeeding. Oh my God. Like, I know you'll never understand because you're a man, but (laughs) literally so painful and no one warns you that it's so painful, but it is. So I think the pain. And then um, I understand, like people always told me when you have a kid, that's your kid, like for life, you're responsible for them for life. But it's like, you literally do not get a break. It is 24 seven. Like every, every time a single person goes home and they're like like, I'm gonna take a nap I'm like treasure your nap because you will after you have kids there's no nap there's no you time there's nothing like your hobbies maybe you'll get them in definitely like the pain and I wish someone had told me like I wish I could have understood when people told me you will not have time anymore like I it's just a huge reality check because you just don't get it until you experience it because it goes by so fast and like I remember my baby was a newborn and then like I'm freaking my head I'm just like I'm so tired and grouchy and everything hurts but now those moments are gone and so yeah like it's hard to treasure it but I think it's important to like to really treasure those moments I just wish somebody would have told me all of that 
<laughs> all of that from the beginning. No one tells you that. Uh, man, I think it's everything. Honestly, I think that, you know, when your kid gets sick, you're like, you don't plan for it. And then you're like stuck between, okay, do I go to the ER? Especially as a young mother, you know, like I know for us, like we didn't have uh, just insurance readily available at, you know, when she was very young. Um, So it just kind of stuck like, and, and then as she started to get older and, you know, I'm like, oh, it's fine, you know, that she's eating dirt or, you know, whatever the case may be. <laughs> and then as she started to get into uh, athletics, you know, she would come running over and say, mom, I, I hurt my hand, you know, and I'm like, oh, you're fine. Like, it's fine. Go back out there. And then, you know, two days later, we found out that her hand's broken. And so you're just like, man, like, I don't get mother of the year award today. Um <laughs> So I think that, you know, just that and then, you know, how you're going to respond, you know, when your kid comes home crying or your kid comes home, you know, with their first heartbreak or all of those things you just can't plan for. And I know for us, Jesse's demeanor is way different than mine is. So for me, I'm like, oh, this is what you need to do. And she's like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> there are so many. Oh, my goodness. You can elaborate. So- yeah. Uh well, um, when you adopt children, they, they have some baggage that was given to them by their previous family or situation that they were in. And, and so helping them to work through that, helping them to understand what went on. And it's not the way I was raised, um, so it's different. But I guess overall, if I was to say the one thing with all of my kids that I would think would probably be the same with anyone is every child is their own individual person. And if you're trying to just raise them to make them a mini me, that's not going to work because they're not you. Yes, they've got your genes and you've raised them, but they're still their individual person and they have to have room to grow up and develop who they are. And, you know, none of my kids have been, had my genes. So they may not have liked things naturally the way I did. I'm extremely athletic. I love sports. Joshua had no desire. <laughs> so me pushing sports on him is no good. Yeah. And, and that's just one example. But it's the same with all of our children. It doesn't matter. They all have their own personalities and need to develop them. They're not made to be just like their parents. You don't think about yourself anymore. It's like, like you not, it's not just you now. It's like you... But first, you have to think about the little person, and then you think about yourself. Yeah, so all the time, I guess. But I feel like you should definitely like treasure those moments when you don't have time to sleep. As crazy as it sounds, I yeah, like now that I have my brothers, like dude, yesterday for Mother's Day, I was like, um, everybody was working, like they were like doing their own thing. Like one of them went with his girlfriend to like hang out with their her parents, and I was like okay like here I am not having anybody around to do anything yeah. with yeah and I was just really like hard. yeah like this is so boring Aww. and so yeah I was like dude like I'm just I'm just chilling at home I'm always day chilling at home doing nothing but so yeah so I feel like it's definitely treasure those moments where you like you don't have sleep but there's a it's lot the pe- more it's just too much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I know that's like asking a kid what's his favorite candy but what do you love about being a mom or what does motherhood mean to you? If you're explaining motherhood to someone like me, who's not a mom, what does that mean to you? Um, 
I mean, just overall being a mom, I, people always ask me, Hey, why do you only have one kid? And jokingly, I always say I can't afford another kid. Um, but more than anything, honestly, I have five sisters and brothers and I think I can't imagine loving someone as much as I love her or sharing that with something or someone else. So I think motherhood to me is just, it's the biggest blessing that I've ever been given um, to watch her grow, to be able to aid in that, um, her highs and her lows, you know, her accomplishments are something that, you know, she works very, very, very hard for, but I'd like to know that I have a small hand in being able to give her what she needs to, to have those. Um, so I think, you know, there's just no other gift that I cherish more than being her mom. Oh my gosh, being a mom is like, it's literally the best thing in the world. Like I can complain all day, but at the end of the day, the love that you get with your kid is, there are no words to describe how rewarding it is to have a little piece of you it's like when I look at my son I see my light like he is my my literally my world and I can have the worst day of my life and come home and it turns into the best day of my life and to just like that's the best way I can describe that because he's literally the best thing like being a mom is is the best thing I don't know what I would do without him like I just feel like I was missing a whole part of my life until I met him I needed him it's wonderful yeah, a whole different love. Like, yeah. I don't, I didn't even know I was capable. So that's what being a mom is to me. It's exhausting. It wears you out, but it's like the best thing in the world. Definitely. <sighs> the most breathtaking and wonderful feeling coupled with the most anguish that you'll ever experience in your life. I'm sorry, I sound like a horrible mother, but oh, no. just, just to be honest with you, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sums it up pretty good. I like it. I like it. It's like it's a different type of love that you have for someone. Okay, let me just add this, if you don't mind. Oh, sure, yeah. When you open your heart, and this is to anyone, the more you love, the greater capacity you have to be hurt. Because if you don't care about someone, they can't really hurt you. Right. It's only when you love with all of your heart that you can be devastated the most. And those are the people in your life. And sometimes that's even your children, despite how desperately you love them. Um, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> no, you painted the picture perfectly there at the end. I love okay. that description. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you All so right. much for thinking of me in it. You're welcome. Have a good day. I hope you have good news at the appointment. Okay. Thank you. This was so fun. Good luck with all of your uh, podcasty things. Well, thanks for like asking me to be a part of this <laughs> and for uh, accepting yeah. the work. <laughs> yeah. No, she brought some enthusiasm. I loved her enthusiasm. It was fun. Yeah. Happy belated Mother's Day. Yay, thank you. Bye. Bye. It's so good to see you. Oh, I, I um, have tried to listen to your podcast every chance I can and, and follow your uh, career and everything going on on Facebook. And um, 
It's just a joy to see you grow up and mature and the wonderful young man that you've become. Oh, thank you. I'm thank you for reaching out to me. So that's all for this episode of A Modern Man Podcast. I want you to go out there and hug your mama, call your mama, do something nice. But just remember, just think about your mama or let her know you're thinking about her. Because these women are incredible and we got to appreciate them. But thank you for tuning in to another episode. You can catch me on Fargo Watch Party. That airs every Friday. And then catch Brianna Donnell with the Modern Woman podcast airing every Monday. Again, I'm J.D. Farrell with a modern man podcast we're presented to you by the modern podcast network bye mama